Detox Detox. So I love Detox Baths. They take care of radiation poisoning. They take care of pesticides. They take care of heavy, heavy metals, all kinds of things, even some parasites. So if you got a bathtub, you know someone's got a bathtub, that's the easiest, fastest way. Good old baking soda. So one or two cups of baking soda, one or two cups of Epsom salts in there. That already is a wonderful radiation detox. It gets fungus yeast out of your body as well. You add a little bit of bentonite clay. Aztec Secret is a wonderful um, brand, one half to one cup. Now you've also got a, a major pull of poison coming out. You add in one cup of borax, you know that laundry detergent? That'll take nanotechnology out of you. You scrub down, scrub down, scrub down. 20 minutes as hot as you to tolerate it, right? Um, I'll, I, okay, so um, I'm just getting a new website started, carrymade.com, M-A-D-E-J. I'll put all the detoxes. Everything I do is for free. Okay, so that's a little short video. You can see the whole thing on my YouTube. She's talking about detox. I did the alfalfa bath. I won't do that again. What a mess. And I did it with, and I thought, oh, I will have a lot of those little, um, they said they, what they're even saying, like you could go see it on Project Vartos, and they said that in the jab, there's something with the gaffering oxide or whatever that glows and the under the black light glows and I'm like that's not cool so I used the black light on just the alpha alfalfa um I didn't have it I had it in little pallets and I thought it would, they would stay together like that in the bath they didn't they would just fall apart then you just it takes half an hour or whatever to clean up the bath and so I used the black light just on that to see if any of it actually just anything glowed or showed up and it didn't. So then I sat in the bath with just the alfalfa. I've done that. I've done a whole bunch of different detox baths. Um, anyways, so only two areas where it actually lit up afterwards for a huge mess. <clears throat> so I think her thing with the borax um, is fine. I like the magnesium flakes, the magnesium chloride more than um, combined with your Epsom salt, the magnesium chloride, and you're going to absorb that magnesium more. I think um, good baking soda, a tons of it in the bath water is, I've always done that for years. Some great essential oils are going to help pull things out. Um, the citrus oils, you can put them on the Epsom salt and they might still even be tingly in the bath. So some of those citrus oils that are really good for detox, like tangerine or the Zinnicrim blend, you might want to just drink um, a couple drops of Deuteras. If you don't have Deuteras oils, it's all in the show notes. You can go get some of the Deutera oils on my website. That's one way you can support this podcast. So that detox bath. But if you want to get your, you want to have your liver and your kidneys functioning well, if you're going to work on detoxing. So, um, that is, uh, for the liver, it is, you know, bitter greens and is dandelion. It is milk thistle. It is coffee enemas, it is celery juice, it is green juices, um, it is intermittent fasting, which is good for the liver. The kidneys um, is, there are so many good things, stinging nettle, there are so many herbs I'll have to do, and I'll talk directly more about getting those kidney function wells. Know what your lab values are. Know um, if, you're, if you look at your blood work and they go over your blood work, and they're looking at um, things that they're looking for in your liver, your AST, your ALT. Those are some liver markers. They might talk about those if you have those. And if those are elevated, that's not a good thing. Um, Tylenol, extremely hard. 
on your liver. So is like an herb kava kava. So you have to be really careful. A lot of heavy metals. Remember, your liver will break down things to smaller amounts and then your kidneys will help try to waste it or they'll waste it through your colon. Um, so too much of one thing is not the greatest, you know, of certain stuff. Um, so doing those things on a regular basis is a very good thing. Chlorella, um, having chlorella, uh, making it in with the green smoothies. And I have videos on my YouTube channel about some of the green smoothies with green matcha and spinach and chlorella. Great for you to stay, start your morning with that. Green matcha is super um, full of antioxidants and good for you. I love that. You know, better greens are great. You can get better greens and a liquid form too and just take those in. Usually buy those. Those are very, very good for your liver and aiding your liver in removing toxins. Um, if you don't have a bath, like I live in an RV, I found that Amazon actually has a um, bath thing that you can blow up and then soak in and you'll have to add the hot water to it. I am I'm only in my RV for another week. So, um, and then I'm on the road and, and, and then pray for me as I get to Oregon. But, um, I really think that, and then the bath, it's a good thing. And I, I literally have an Airbnb house. So if you ever want to come stay in my house, you can send me a message. I'll tell you about it. And in there, I leave them soaks like, okay, you can scoop some of that. And I put it in there like baking soda with the Epsom salt with, um, the magnesium chloride and then add some of the essential oils that are calminer to the body like the lavender chamomile the serenity blend um, I leave those in there the adaptive I put adaptive on yesterday and at work it's one of the things especially if I am going into room where or going into a patient where there's so much negative energy and there's just so much negativity I put it on as a shield to me and it really helps. And then everyone around me is like, oh my gosh, even with all the masks that we have to wear, they're like, you smell so good. It smells good over here. It's so calming over here. I want to be around you. I get that all the time. So if you have not had to use the adaptive process or the adapted, there is a supplement um, for help with anxiousness and all that kind of stuff. And it's very helpful. And so those are good things to calming your body down, calming the nerve system down, helping your body um, detox. Let's go on to the next video I have on my... This is Maddie. She's 13 and wants to be a nurse. When the COVID vaccine became available, she volunteered for the Pfizer clinical trial. She wanted to help. This is her now. I need to take this out. There are others across the country like her, but they are ignored by the FDA and the media. You said it was safe. Maddie stepped up to help America. Who's going to step up to help Maddie? Paid for by the Vaccine Safety Research Foundation. This is Maddie. Okay, she's 13. Let's play it again, sorry. That's, there's a video, this video you can't, you can go see to my, um, but in this country they closed the banks and locked their accounts and people are like trying to throw things and break into the bank to get access to their money. That's in other countries. Kids and masks and so forth. But before we do, does a president of the United States have an obligation to follow the law? And what if he doesn't follow the law? You know, we have a provision in our Constitution, Article 2, Section 3. The president shall take care that the laws be faithfully executed. Shall take care that the laws be faithfully executed. Is that what Joe Biden's doing? 
No, Joe Biden is the most lawless president in modern American history. You can talk about Nixon. You can talk about whomever you want. Joe Biden, day in and day out, violates the Constitution and federal statutory law. And he's done it when it comes to immigration. People don't realize we have a significant code when it comes to immigration. All kinds of classes of people, all kinds of visas, all kinds of green cards. Uh, we have uh, percentages of people who come from certain parts of the world. We have caps on the number of people who can come. This has all been codified, codified. And when the president of the United States is sworn into office, and we have this wonderful inauguration where they're, in his case, shuffling down Pennsylvania Avenue with the doctor, Dr. Jill, he's supposed to uphold the Constitution and the laws of the nation, even if his personal and administration policies conflict with the statute. Joe Biden is violating the Constitution. Again, Article 2, Section 3, the president shall take care, I quote, shall take care that the laws be faithfully executed. There have been court decisions on this that make the point that I just made. It's not an issue of a policy disagreement. A statute is a statute. Now, if you want to check something out, I want you to go to 8, for those nerds like me, 8 United States Code, Section 1151 at SEC. You will see sentence after sentence, paragraph after paragraph, section after section on immigration law. Immigration law passed by Congresses in the past. You will also see exclusions for people coming into this country. 8 U.S.C. Section 1182A4. This is a public charge responsibility that the executive branch has, the President and the Attorney General of the United States. And there's a section there about excludable aliens, and it includes people with criminal records, it includes people with communicable diseases, like if they have the coronavirus. It includes people who've been uh, part of totalitarian parties, Nazi parties, people who are polygamists, and on and on and on. Federal law. When you have an open border, when you're allowing anybody coming here, whether it's people from from uh, Haiti working their way from Chile into the United States or people from dozens and dozens of countries. I think I read like about 150 different countries or representative people coming across the border illegally, but whatever the number is. And you refused to enforce federal immigration law. You are violating the Constitution of the United States. So this isn't just a, a debate between the right and the left or a debate between those of us who believe in the sovereignty of our borders and so forth. This is a constitutional reality. So what is the Attorney General of the United States doing about this? Nothing. Well, he's busy suing the state of Georgia under the 1965 Voting Rights Act in a completely phony lawsuit, a political lawsuit, that's suggesting that Georgia is discriminating against minorities when Georgia is doing no such thing. That would be the Biden administration and its rejection of school choice. That's discriminating against minorities, as far as I'm concerned. What else is the attorney general busy doing? He's suing the state of Texas because they don't like the state's uh, abortion law that they passed. And he's trying to intervene in a case that's already being working its way up to be presented to the U.S. Supreme Court. But he wants in on that case, you see, because uh, the Democrats, the Biden administration, believe in abortion on demand even a second before birth. And they believe you should pay for it. It is the most radical administration. It's the most radical government when it comes to abortion in the entire world. Think about that. What else is happening? Well, the attorney general's threatening parents and taxpayers who dare to challenge school boards and teachers unions and so forth. In other words, 
We have a lawless Department of Justice that is focused on a political and policy agenda that also won't enforce existing law. For instance, you see them rounding up 630 people from January 6th. There weren't 630 rioters. Now that the Department of Justice has reluctantly, as a result of federal lawsuits, released some of the videotape, we've seen that the vast majority of people who were in the Capitol were waved into the Capitol building by Capitol Hill police. How are you trespassing when the police, who are there to enforce trespassing, are allowing you into the building? We all believe people who actually riot and commit acts of violence should be prosecuted, but 630 people didn't do that. How do we know? because they're not all being charged with any kind of a violent act. Trespassing or parading without permission on government property and so forth. Mealy mouth, ridiculous charges like that, that people are pleading to under threat of felony. 630. Tell me, are 630 members of Black Lives Matter or Antifa, are they holed up anywhere? Are they being charged with anything? No. 630? Uh, those people who were rioting, burning buildings, attacking cops, some of whom killed uh, fellow citizens and so forth? No. And the Department of Justice says this matter, they have more resources on this matter than any matter they've had in American history. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And now, uh, what about the... Okay, I'm, you, can listen to the whole thing. Um, you can go listen to the whole thing. You can go listen to the whole thing on my Telegram if you want. This, someone said, and I don't know if it, you have to validate it, go to your research, but I thought I'd bring up what happened on the 22nd, I think it was, um, what are the chances of Alec Baldwin, who starred in The Hunt for Red October, which is about a nuclear submarine in um, Murnask, shooting and killing a woman on film, set never has um, live ammunition, never, but one did, real bullets on a movie set. And what are the chances that he pointed the gun at her and her alone? Nobody else but her. And she grew up in Morasco, the nuclear submarine base, if I pronounce that town right. And that famous training in the espionage. And what are the chances that she just happens to be married to the guy who works for a law firm that defends the Clintons and what are the chances that she used to be investigated journalist and her father used to be a naval commander of the nuclear submarine based in Murdaskic and she and she alone got killed but the actor who starred in the movie who did all this is walking around free Anyways, you can go read that whole thing. Let's hear this. Let's go, Brandon! Yeah, this is Marjorie Terry Green. I wish she was doing more, to be honest. Marjorie Terry Green, you need to be doing more. So, there's vaccine protests that are happening everywhere. Tons of, of those vaccine. You can go check those out on my podcast. There's so many. But when shall we be stronger? Will it be next week? 
next year? Will it be when we are totally disarmed and a Department of Health strike force worker is stationed in every home? We are not weak if we make proper use of those means which God of nature has placed in our power. The millions of people armed in the holy cause of liberty are invincible by any force with which our enemy can send against us. Besides, we're not fighting alone. Look around you. kind of just fire you up to hold the line hold the line people hold the line that's a whole bunch of people getting together in our country and standing and fight i seem to remember hearing a lot of stuff about that i heard a lot about that so what are you going to do when you leave here today and it starts with education because if you talk to anybody who can do any math 99.8% survivability rate does not mean all this happens. Some math they seem to have forgotten in the medical field is that when you have 70 to 75% of people get a virus or get a vaccine for a virus, you're at herd immunity. Anybody here check the numbers of the vaccination rate here in Washington State? Yeah, they're really high and they're past that. And if you factor in the amount of people who had this, which is roughly 30% of the population, we are way past herd immunity. So what are we doing? Okay, that's another good one. Bill Gates' vaccines ingredients say it all. An enzyme called luciferase. Yeah. That's out there now. This this is a great video. You need to go watch that. And I'm not going to play it on You know that this Prime Minister says one thing and does another. And when it comes to the cashless pension card, he's already said that the pension is a, quote, welfare payment. Then his minister admitted on Channel 7, we are seeking to put all income onto a universal platform, the cashless debit card. They say universal platform, a nationwide expansion, and that there is broader application for the entire community. Already in parts of WA, people on pensions like the disability pension are being forced onto the cashless pension card. Now, people in my electorate are very concerned about this government's legislative plans. They've put legislation up to do this. Karen in Bayswater says she likes to buy a wine or two. Kathy from Bayswater says she likes to support local businesses. Mac from Mount Hawthorne was an infantry forward scout. 
He said a cashless pension card was, quote, a direct rejection of everything I've ever stood or fought for. Haiti from Truett Hill wrote to me, saying that it meant she was not able to buy a beer or have a bet every now and then. That's what this government wants to do. End the flutter, end any fund for pensioners, lock up their pension, quarantine their payments, take away their dignity. It's disgraceful. Okay, so what does that make you think of? Address that directly. It is not safe to speak, and it never will be. But the, uh, the thing you've got to keep in mind is that it's even less safe not to speak, right? It's a balance of risks. It's like you want to you pay the price for being who you are and stating your mode of being in the world, or do you want to pay the price for being a bloody serf, a one that's enslaved him or herself? Well, that's a major price, man. That thing unfolds over decades, and you'll just be a miserable worm at the end of about 20 years of that, right? No self-respect, no power, no ability to voice your opinions, nothing left but resentment because everyone's against you, because of course you've never st stood up for yourself. It's like, say what you think carefully, pay attention to your words. The price is, it's a price you want to pay if you are willing to believe that truth is the cornerstone of society and in the most real sense if you if you if you're willing to take that leap then tell the truth and see what happens and nothing better could possibly happen to you there'll be ups and downs and there'll be pushback and there'll be controversy and all of that but it doesn't matter the truth is what makes the world the truth is what redeems the world from hell and that's the truth hmm. and we saw plenty of hell over the last hundred years you know and we haven't learned a bloody thing from it it's like, wake up, tell the truth, mm. tell the truth. Like that. That's a video where, that's a video where on the next video, if you go see it, is uh, her son has an infection and then the clinic and the doctor walks away and will refuse to treat her because she hasn't had the COVID vaccine. I have so much I want to say about that, but I'm going to hold my tongue because it's not nice. Then depending on the status, would not vote for him if he did the band. Because they're into all that sh My rights, my sh Once you know we have a win, it's like, all right, guns blazing. Like, who cares? I mean, let's do the mandates. Let's do this, the next way. Project Veritas has obtained hidden camera recordings inside Governor Phil Murphy's campaign, including from a senior advisor who admits to hiding information from voters until after the election in order to appeal to undecided voters. Pero como si lo mandates? La vaccine mandates. Como California, que está el mandato que todo el mundo tiene que tener la vacuna. Eh, lo va a hacer, pero no puede hacer, no podía hacerlo antes de la elección. Exacto. Porque Porque si no, no, no independent mm -hmm. and undecided. Mm -hmm. The independent decided would not vote for him if he did the Because they don't do all that shit. My rights, my shit. And they don't care that they kill everybody. Well, that, see, that's good to know then. But after he wins, then he'll do the mandates. The vaccine mandates. He will. But right now it's about him winning. It'll be, it'll be fine. This appears to be a top-down understanding. Matthew Urquillo, a manager for New Jersey Forward, which is a campaign project funded by the Democratic State Committee of New Jersey, he echoes the same sentiment. Do you think he'll do something about that, like the vaccine mandates and stuff? I think so. I think he'll probably okay, right now because... Okay, that's repeated. Madam Speaker, Dr. 
This is so good. You have to look at this video. Fair and square. Okay, these are all Bibles. They're all different Bibles. This is a 1611 King James. This is a King James. This is an Amplified. This is New Living Translation. And this is a New King James. And I also got two more King James right there. Ask me why I have so many Bibles. Well, because I love the Lord. That's why. All right. So we're going to start with this Amplified right here. On Revelation 13, verse 16, says, On, on, the New Living Translation, on, on, even the New King James, on, on. Now you go over to the King James, and it's in... And it's N, N and N. Now the 1611, just for proof, the 1611, right here. Oldest Bible. Very old Bible. N, N. That's why you guys are walking around thinking that's going to be a freaking tattoo stamped on your forehead and arm. It's in your body, guys. It's not on the outer skin. It's going to be something inside you. Think about that. Such a good video. Such a good video. The headline. All right, everyone. What I'm going to cover today, you likely will not believe. What I'm going to be exposing today, you may not believe unless you see enough evidence for it, which I have compiled and I'll share with you. But you also have to do your own research just to confirm to make sure that I'm not just making this up, which I'm not. So before we get into it, I just want to show you if you're ever in a survival situation, you find this plant. It's called the cat's tail. Grab a little piece of it like this, okay, and boom, bang, look at that. That's your fire starter. You put one spark into that, and you'll get a fire going, no problem. Now, look over here. See this beautiful expanse of water? Rainwater, snow melt, structured water. Absolutely beautiful, wouldn't you say? Now, the problem is, is that there are, I'm going to just be honest with you. There's a group of people, of uh, entities, you could say, who are hell-bent on destroying anything biological and natural. You're gonna say, dude, that's a conspiracy theory. What are you talking about? Hear me out. So there's a there's something available today at any any department store in North America, most of Europe, a lot in Asia now too, because when something gets exposed in North America and Europe, they then sell it to Asia. 900 McDonald's closed in America this year, two years ago. 1,200 opened up in Asia. So they're kind of the second, let's, let's, let's poison them next kind of thing. That's how this works. So what am I talking about? Teflon pants, non-stick pants. You may think you already know what I'm about to say, but there's much, much more. The 1950s, a company called 3M developed a technology they could spray onto pans, which makes them not stick. The problem is when those pans are heated, well, two things. When the pans are heated, deadly neurotoxic chemicals are absorbed into the food as soon as it's heated in fact there is a phenomenon this stuff is so toxic that when you heat up a non-stick pan the fumes that come off of it will kill birds people's parakeets and cockatiels and their household little birds were dying from the fumes of teflon let me tell you something i've seen a restaurant before swiss chalet they all have teflon pans non-stick pans there's people working in the kitchen, huffing in these fumes from these Teflon nonstick pants. Completely toxic. And um, it's unfortunate because it's the guys working in the kitchen, ladies working in the kitchen. They're breathing in the fumes that kill birds 
but humans are a little more tolerant. So you'll absorb a little more of this toxin. Don't think it does any less damage to you, though, just in a different way. So when your friends and family, when you see them, I see this all over Snapchat, I see it on Instagram, I see people cooking a delicious, beautiful meal, organic and everything. But as soon as you put that on a cast iron or in a nonstick pan, you may as well microwave it because any nutrients in there have been tainted by this chemical called C8. 98% of human beings on earth today have a trace of C8 in their bloodstream. It's so proliferate that when you cook with it and then you wash it, it goes down the drain. Can't, water treatment plants can't take it out. It's too too small. It's whatever it is, they're inadequately able to treat it. Therefore, it ends up rainwater. Look, I'm not trying to freak you out, but this stuff is everywhere. This, and, and not only that, 3M, when they made this, when they started making these pans, the factory was dumping hundreds of gallons of the byproduct of this pan into a river in West Virginia, which went all the way down and spread around. The rainwater picked it up and now it's everywhere. So if you live on earth today, you likely have a certain percentage of C8 in your bloodstream, even if you're not eating off of a Teflon pan. C8 causes birth defects. It destroys man's testosterone levels. It completely imbalances women's hormones. Why do you think worldwide fertility rates are the lowest they've ever been? Am I the only one paying Of course, I'm not the only one paying attention here. Why are sperm counts, if sperm was an animal, it'd be on the extinct, on the endangered list because it's the lowest it's ever been. Female reproductive system, look at how many fertility clinics have popped up. People are having problems giving birth, having children, getting pregnant because of all these chemicals in the food and water supply. And look, I'd love if I could just say, hey, don't worry, a regulatory agency is going to look after that for you. They're going to ban these chemicals. But they're still available today. We found out they're toxic, you know, 30, 30 years ago and longer. So this is why we need to be the own, literally own master of our own reality. We need to take responsibility for our own actions. No one is your first responder. Like, be your own first responder. You're the first person in your life who's responsible for your health and your safety. Don't rely on someone in a lab coat. Don't rely on me. Rely on yourself. That's the only person we can really rely on at the end of the day. Plus family, you know, give or take. But you got to spread awareness to your friends and family because I see family members still cooking on this little lightweight, perfectly marketed cast iron, or non-stick pan that you can flip anything in. We're going to talk about cast iron in a second. Cast iron is a great alternative to, to non-stick. But please, if you have non-stick pans in your apartment, in your house, wherever you are, the only thing I could see you using them for is for target practice. Hang them up on a tree and target practice. Shoot at them. But even then, little particles of that ends up in the grass. I mean, hey, how far do you want to take this? I'd take it to a, you know, a, a, the dump, I guess, is where you got to take it. Maybe we should blast it into the sun. I don't know where else we should put those things, but they're so toxic. It ends up in the water supply like this. I'm sure this is probably pretty clean, but who knows what's upstream if someone's literally cooking on a cast iron pan next to a, fry, next to a, a fire pit and the C8 is leaching the, into the, uh, the water supply. And then it rains too. So this is why we have to be aware of this stuff, folks, because again, if we let things keep going as they are, the rate of fertility is going so low that the depopulation agenda, which is very real, They'll be having a hoot because only one in 11 people can have a baby now and there's less people they have to control and manipulate. You think the depopulation agenda is just a conspiracy theory? Well, that would be amazing if it was just a theory. There are too many pieces of evidence which back up that it is a very real agenda to depopulate the world. And they're planning ahead. Look, look, there's two ways you depopulate. Mass killing or mass infertility. Which way do you think they're going right now? This mass infertility. They're trying to cause everyone infertile. Talk about radiation, cell towers, 5G, all these things. Hey, oh, I got to be careful what I say. This could get fact-checked. You know what happens when you talk about that thing I just said on, on the on the internet? You get fact-checked. 
people show up at your door. No, I'm just kidding. That's never happened to me. Trust me, it's never happened to me. I talk about this stuff all the time. People aren't going to show up at your door, except in Australia. See what happened in Australia? People are talking about, let's go to a peaceful, peaceful uh, event. Cops knock on their door without a warrant, busting the door, arrest them. So we got to be careful, folks, how much we use our freedom of speech, which is an unfortunate thing. You think you'd never need to say that. Where am I going with this? I'm talking about pans. I'm talking about freedom of speech, Australia, lockdown. This is crazy. The point is you want to use cast iron pan when you can. That rhymed. <laughs> and uh, surgical steel works great, too. Uh, ceramic is no-go because they use different chemicals in there. And a lot of glass pans, they also have glues, which are pe uh, petrochemicals. So a lot of glass pans. But it's better than Teflon. It's better than cast iron. Do not trust a nonstick pan that says PFOA-free. It's kind of like BPA-free. To be honest, when there's a can of goods that says BPA-free, there's another chemical just as toxic that they use instead. It's unfortunate. This is why... And truly, this is why you cannot just avoid all the bad stuff and eat all the good stuff. There's things you need to introduce. This is why, you, you guys, if you watch my stories, this is why we need to be taking things from the natural world around us, which enhance, restore, and revitalize our systems, our entire bodily systems. Because I believe that where we are in the history of the world, Mother Nature has very specific substances that she has stashed around the world for this pinnacle moment in history when people need to, you know, raise their level of consciousness with natural substances you want to talk about minerals in the food and water supply minerals are frequencies of light the sun that was just shining on me that's behind a cloud now when that sun hits my skin it activates all different immune responses and responses in the body but without minerals my body doesn't even know what to do no one's body knows what to do with sunlight energy if they have a fraction of the minerals in them minerals are frequencies of light they're what enable you to utilize the sun's energy same thing with that's the same thing when you eat food if the food doesn't have minerals in it you're not getting as much nutrients from it because the minerals are meant to ignite biological processes so that you're able to utilize the phytonutrients and the things that are in the plant and the and the whatever you're eating to be able to utilize it so when there's no minerals this is a problem this is why i take chalk shilajit every single day look at the clinical studies they have eight different clinical studies for this source of of purified shilajit all right you can go listen to the list of more of him promote his product um <clears throat> i thought it was interesting and then i was struck in by that and why i'm playing that i mean all the other ones i've shared on my on my telegram <clears throat> this one we started with the detox bath we started with um standing for your freedom or they're going to take it then something interesting about this guy bringing that bible that was from the 1600s that says and if you're not familiar with the Bible and that scripture, that is the mark of the beast. And everyone thinks it's going to be on them when it, in the old Bibles, it says in. So quite, quite interesting um, episode, um, this whole episode that I'm doing here. Um, but I was convicted with that. And because in my Airbnb, we had cheap and we used um, a friend of our stuff in the house when it came to Teflon pans, I actually decided and I was convicted. And, um, as soon as it, the guests that I have in there now or leave, I bought, and they should be coming in the mail soon. Um, some stainless steel. I have a cast iron skillet, but, and the, the top of the grill is cast iron too, because it's, um, a gas grill, which is so much better and awesome to cook on. So, I, I mean, I'm thinking even of others in that way and going to throw out the other ones. Um, so I, I should see when my order is going to be here. Unfortunately, I did the Nazi Amazon just because it was easiest and I should have gone to another website. But I was convicted and I was like, oh, I can get this pretty quick for my next guest. And 
I know I have a guest coming that's talking about cooking and um, and using the kitchen more. And I want to make sure they have good stuff to cook with and good things that are not going to be harmful for them. So if I showed up at a place and there was Teflon, I'd be upset too. Um, and I knew, was aware of how horrible Teflon is. So um, a lot to food to thought in here. I hope that you are doing something natural for your body. I hope that you walk away and you think about detoxing. I hope that you are standing in um, non-compliance in a very nice way. I hope that you're aware that um, our friends in other countries are suffering great with the tyranny that is happening. And I hope that you pick up your Bible more and go, what does the Bible say about this? Go start reading the book of Revelations. Get a King James. Get an older version, I guess. Um, the trash men's here, so my dogs are going to bark. So I'm going to let this end. Thank you very much.